have made it to Friday. Hello, welcome to the end of the week edition of the show that's all about the Southeast. This is Y'all. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you here. Coming up on today's Y'all show as we celebrate the end of our first full week of 2020, the first full week of doing the Y'all show at least, we'll be looking at college sports news in the next segment. Hey, the Pirate is headed to, to Octibahaw County as Mike Leach, Washington State's coach, is surrendering to the Pac-12 and headed to the SEC as he will become Mississippi State's new football coach. We have more input on the decision of Leach to go to Starkville coming up in just a few minutes we've got other football headlines a big decision on rocky top on thursday that we'll tell you about all that ahead plus some basketball talk as we've got a big day saturday of college basketball we'll tell you about some of the big top 25 matchups going on all that in our college sports spotlight in the next segment at the end of this hour we'll have eddie holmes as we'll have a replay of his interview earlier in the week Eddie Holmes, a staff meteorologist at WTJS FM 93.1, and he's going to come on and help remind us about this severe weather that's going to be taking place starting today on into Saturday and into Sunday throughout the southeast, mostly in the southern portions of our southern region, meaning the coastal areas working about 100 miles inland from the Gulf of Mexico. Eddie Holmes is going to come on and help us learn a little bit more about that and some tips for tornado safety. All that coming up at the end of this first hour. We've got more to say about this severe weather alert in just a second in our news headlines from across the South. That will be amongst many stories that we'll get to here in just a second. In the second hour of today's Y'all Show, it's our Friday Free for Y'all, where we play a little David Lee Murphy music and we have a very special salute in our Friday Free For Y'all today, as this week we celebrated what would have been Elvis Presley's 85th birthday. And I've got some news about his hometown of Tupelo. And if you haven't been to Tupelo lately, or maybe you've never been to Tupelo, Mississippi, in Lee County in northeast Mississippi, we'll tell you a little bit about some of the sites that you'll find when you go to Tupelo and check out all the Elvis attractions there. All that plus... I incorrectly told y'all earlier this week about when I worked in Nashville at the actual old building there it was my office the studio that rca records had back in the 1950s i gave y'all the wrong elvis song that was recorded in that same building that i used to work in and i've got the correction and we're going to play a portion of that famous elvis presley 1950s hit the correct one that was recorded right there on mcgavick street in nashville tennessee (laughs) so we'll get to all that at the start of hour two my apologies king of rock and roll in the second hour we'll also look at hashtag hullabaloo and among the many things that we'll talk about there is a collaboration of great ideas okay and one of those things is do y'all like pound cake well i like pound cake i bet you you love pound cake yo but pound cake it's either average or really good and it's hard to find really good pound cake in my humble opinion well can you imagine mixing pound cake and peaches together we've got a discussion about that in our hashtag hullabaloo this is where we go on social media and find the craziest stuff and fun and educational stuff and we share it with you and we've got that amongst other great things to share with you in hashtag hullabaloo all that in hour two 
Plus, we'll close it out this weekend with a look at the brand new movies hitting theaters this weekend. And I can't wait to go to the cinema because 1917 is finally out. This World War One drama, I cannot wait to see it. And it is out this weekend amongst other movies. We'll tell you about those new films. Plus, we've got some other sports news to get to from the professional ranks, including an update on NASCAR. When's NASCAR going to get go? When are they going to get that checker flag going and the green flag and all the other flags they use in NASCAR down in Daytona? Well, we'll let you know that date in the end at the end of the second hour. Plus, we'll give you an update on golf. And we'll also share a little bit of information about Major League Baseball and Tim Tebow. Oh, we have all that coming up in hour two. Hey, if you connect to us here, that's so easy for you to do. Our number, 803-816-1170. The podcast options for the Y'all Show are Apple iHeartRadio. And you also have Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn Radio are your instant download that are free of charge check it all out of course we're at y'all.com on on facebook it's y'all.com where each and every episode of y'all is posted right there for your free download you'll love it i promise you all right let's dive into the headlines across the southeast we told you at the end of this hour we got an encore of our conversation earlier in the week with eddie holmes staff meteorologist with WTJS FM 93.1. He's going to be back on here from our affiliate there in West Tennessee to remind us a little bit more about the storm, but also to give us some tips when it comes to tornadoes in case we have an outbreak here this weekend. But indeed, there's going to be some wicked weather expected in the south today in portions of Texas and also Louisiana and working its way eastward into more parts of Louisiana on Saturday, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, and more as this storm system expected to strike all these states and it could be a very powerful more than 18 million people are in the states of louisiana arkansas texas and oklahoma and they've got this threat going on starting today this threat includes the potential of strong tornadoes and flooding rains all this according to the storm prediction center this includes major texas cities like dallas houston and austin and then as it works its way eastward over the course of friday into saturday be very careful as we are very concerned about what this could end up being not only the potential of tornadoes but flooding as we'll have heavy rains going on as these systems combine the latest forecast call for up to four inches of rain in parts of texas and southeast oklahoma according to the national weather service and again you got to be real careful i'm sitting here looking at a map from the storm prediction center and if you kind of track this thing forward a couple of days into saturday and sunday the greatest risk areas that I'm looking at, at least, are eastern, the southeastern corner of Louisiana, Mississippi from the coast, well inward to past Jackson, really up to the Golden Triangle. All that area of Mississippi is the highest risk for bad weather. And then in Alabama and the Florida Panhandle, you've got real, real concerns there from Pensacola working all the way to Panama City and then going straight north all the way to Birmingham. All that area is the greatest risk that we need to be watching out for over these next 48 hours. And then there's some other key areas to be on the lookout for that have a a slightly less dangerous trend going on. That includes North Mississippi, just into the Memphis suburbs, working eastward to Tupelo, into the shoals of Alabama, Huntsville, and then going all the way eastward into the Atlanta area. Atlanta working all the way southward to the Florida border 
are that's an area to also be very concerned about as you've got this potential of storms flooding and more as you have a low level jet that's already in place across much of the deep south that will be affecting this as it clashes with these systems here okay just the main thing is get you a weather radio and have it ready if you can't do that make sure you're constantly checking your local forecast and if there's any threat of a tornado if you hear the sirens going off or anything like that please please do the smart thing and protect yourself protect your loved ones protect your pets and let's get through this outbreak january is a month that here in the south can be rather nasty for tornadoes so let's let's hope this system gets through as minimal as possible with damage and let's live to play another down (laughs) to borrow a term from football but that the news out of the severe weather system the severe thunderstorm outlook for this weekend again best thing to do is check out your local forecast and let's let's survive sad news coming from the state of florida and lakeland a motorcycle officer was killed in a crash while driving his police issued harley davidson to work on thursday 50 year old officer paul dunn died shortly before six in the morning according to a post with the lakeland police department's facebook page his motorcycle struck and drove over a raised concrete median as he lost control of the bike according to polk county sheriff grady judd he told reporters this at a news conference on thursday investigators are trying to determine whether another vehicle was involved but a officer again in florida with the lakeland police department officer paul dunn dying at age 50 in the line of duty on his way into work on thursday a sad news coming from the atlanta area as investigators are investigating a homicide at an o'reilly's auto parts this happened wednesday evening after an attempted armed robbery this happened in buford georgia as gwinnett county police say a male was found in the store at the 2700 block of hamilton mill road in buford this happened again wednesday evening while outside assisting a customer an employee of the o'reilly's auto parts spotted a black male in a vehicle in the parking lot when she entered the business the suspect followed behind her and demanded she open the cash drawer a o'reilly's male employee walked from the back of the business and he noticed the situation pulled out a weapon but ended up being fatally shot. The suspect fled the scene in a black vehicle towards Interstate 85. Investigation ongoing. This is a sad story. We often hear where someone's got on their person a legally possessed firearm, and they end up being a hero like we saw in that church in Texas the other day. In this case, this employee of the O'Reilly Auto Parts ends up losing their life, perhaps, we don't know what would have happened if he hadn't pulled his gun out but still a sad situation from buford georgia and not often do you hear about robberies and fatal robberies happening at auto parts stores like o'reilly auto parts but we certainly want to keep our thoughts and prayers with the family there in buford georgia now to georgia or rather from georgia we go to richmond virginia we all know that the legislature of the commonwealth of virginia has become rather democrat rather liberal they've got all of the leadership of virginia now is democrat run unlike most of our southern states which are all republican run to be honest with you Well, there's going to be a rally later this month of gun owners, of people who like guns, and the organizer behind this major pro-gun rally that's planned for Richmond later this month is now having to defend the event, saying there's nothing menacing about the event following reports out in the media that suggested it would be an armed protest. 
And Philip Van Cleve, who's president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League, says that a totally inaccurate summary of what this rally is. It's merely a lobby day. It's just speakers. We do this every year and we've never had any problems. Mr. Van Cleve denied that his group is actively encouraging participants to carry guns, saying it has actually discouraged people from carrying long guns in particular. Now, in Virginia, Democrats recently took control of the General Assembly, and now they want to pass universal background checks. They want to ban assault weapons and also pass a red flag law that will allow for the temporary removal of guns from someone who's deemed to be dangerous to themselves are to others and as a result of this more than 120 counties in virginia towns and cities also are looking to pass resolutions declaring themselves second amendment sanctuaries and van cleve says we want the government to keep its hands off our ability to protect ourselves people are really really upset the virginia citizens defense league expects at least 30,000 people to show up for their rally on january 20th so the gun issue coming to be a big deal in the commonwealth of virginia from both sides and right now we'll have to keep our eyes on the january 20th rally going on there in richmond virginia and i'm not sure is that january i gotta look at my calendar here january 20th remember we've got the martin luther king holiday coming up yeah that's going to be the mlk monday january 20th which in some southern states it's also robert e lee day i'm not sure if robert e lee's own native state of virginia even recognizes him on his birthday anymore but yeah at least on that same day in richmond at the capitol there's going to be gun advocates out there on the streets in support of gun rights now to justice ruth bader ginsburg what a what a uh, what is the term i guess just a i'm going to borrow a phrase from her cnn special rbg what a badass okay all right even if you don't like her this 86-year-old Supreme Court justice has just announced that she survived cancer again. She said to CNN on Thursday that I'm cancer-free, that's good, and she sounds energized, and she's just ready to go with more of her work in the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, get this. She's survived cancer four times already. This most recent diagnosis of Ruth Bader Ginsburg was for pancreatic cancer. Nobody survives pancreatic cancer, sadly, but she did. And when I say nobody, hardly anyone survives pancreatic cancer. As she was diagnosed for it over the summer and treated with a three-week course of radiation therapy. And Ruth Ginsburg now is back on the bench. And she's the leader of the Supreme Court's liberal wing and is the oldest justice. And she ended up being hospitalized, you might remember, back in November for a fever she said she'll remain on the court as long as she's mentally and physically able. You don't want to bet against Ruth Ginsburg, Supreme Court Justice, who's, again, just announced she's cancer-free. <laughs> what a bad arse <laughs> she is. At, at only age 86, what, what a nice story for this Supreme Court Justice. Well, a story came out this week in the New York Times. If you like tourism in Louisiana, well, in 2018, an article came out that deemed New Orleans the number one place to visit in the world due to its tricentennial celebration. And this list, according to the New York Times, really feeded the Big Easy and gave it a lot of attention. But unfortunately, there's another portion of Louisiana that's on the opposite end of the spectrum because Grand Isle, the only so-called beach in all of Louisiana, 
it is on this same list that the New York Times puts out, but this time it's the opposite end of the spectrum. They're on the list because Grand Isle is a place, according to this article, that might not be around much longer because this is Louisiana's last inhabited barrier island. It's seven miles long and it averages a half mile wide as it has one of the world's highest rate of relative sea level rise going on there, according to the New York Times writer Christopher Hall. And I I don't know how accurate this is here, but yes, according to this article, this Grand Isle State Park and more there could be a dinosaur, could be under the ocean, under the Gulf of Mexico here pretty soon. Now, don't forget, this happens oftentimes to barrier islands more when you have a hurricane come through and reshape the landscape. I know for a fact down at Grand Isle, not Grand Isle, at Dolphin Island in and Fort Morgan and all that part of lower Alabama, they've seen after Katrina came through that that really messed up those barrier islands. I think a couple of the islands off the Mississippi coast got reshaped after hurricanes there. So hurricanes typically do really mess up the terrain of a barrier island. This, according to this article, sounds more like a, a a conspiracy theory about global warming and the sea levels rising. Could be true. Don't know. But unfortunately, as a guy who's actually visited Grand Isle before, and that took a large effort to do that. you got to drive a long way away from New Orleans down a single lane road, essentially, to get to Grand Isle. And the the terrain there when you get on the beach is not the most relaxing it's not a place you want to go walk on the sandy shores it's it's pretty rocky from what i remember of course i think i was in grand isle in february (laughs) but i do remember one thing when i went there i went right through la rose louisiana to get there and do y'all know who is the most famous resident of la rose louisiana the most famous native of that town this guy's got a big game coming up monday night ed orgeron and you can blow the horn at Ed's mama when you go through La Rose on your way to Grand Isle in case you have nothing else to do here in the next couple of days. Hey, if you have nothing else to do, you might have already done this. And if you haven't, you should do it. Unclaimed baggage. Now, that's not what I'm talking about at the airport. I'm talking about the store, the unclaimed baggage center in Scottsboro, Alabama. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary. And guess what? The creative minds there at this Northeast Alabama location, what they're doing, they're going on a 50 state road tour to promote unclaimed baggage. This place is an institution as it offers customers a chance to find bargains from baggage lost in transit and they're getting ready to celebrate what they call 50 years 50 states with a road tour and unclaimed baggage will debut a new e-commerce platform and a new website in march to go along with this celebration the ceo of unclaimed baggage brian owens said that any day you visit our store you're likely to see license plates from more than a dozen states those shoppers tell us they love driving unclaimed baggage even if it's several hours each way because they never know what they'll find as man you're you're going to have a good time going into unclaimed baggage it's, it's a couple of different buildings from what i remember it's been more than a decade since I've gone into the store. And I've been to Scottsboro several times and a lovely place right there on the Tennessee River in North Alabama. But I, I guess I'm due for another another visit to this great place there. A place that has, by the way, a Y'all Show affiliate. Hello to everybody in Scottsboro listening to us on 1050 AM 
WWIC, home of the Scottsboro Wildcats, home of the Auburn Tigers there in Jackson County, Alabama, and home to the Y'all Show. And they're getting ready, I'm sure, there, everybody there, Greg and more at WWIC to celebrate Unclaimed Baggage's 50th birthday. Congratulations. As this tour is going to go to a bunch of southern cities, they're stopping off in Atlanta, Huntsville, Chattanooga, Nashville, Birmingham, Knoxville, even going to Shelby County, Tennessee. That would be Memphis, as they'll have casual meetups and fans will gather for all kinds of giveaways as this company, again, celebrates its 50th year in business unclaimed baggage go check it out it's right there in scottsboro about an hour east of huntsville and about an hour west of chattanooga a touching story coming to us from the coastal empire of georgia as a newborn right whale was spotted off the coast of georgia this week and it was suffering from deep cuts on either side of its head as conservationists, they're trying to monitor the southeast coast during the winter for births among critically endangered species. And these S-shaped gashes, which were measured to be about two feet apart, were likely inflicted by the propeller of a fishing boat or similar vessel. And well, hopefully this whale, the right whale, is going to be able to get through this. I would think they sure would. Scientists estimate about 450 North Atlantic right whales survive and each winter, female right whales migrate south to the shallow, warmer Atlantic waters off Georgia and Florida to have their babies. Right whale deaths have outpaced births in recent years, raising concerns researchers about the species prospects for survival. Seven right whale calves were recorded last winter during daily survey flights off of Georgia and Florida, and at least 10 right whales were found dead in 2019 the injured calf that was spotted is the fourth that's been spotted since mid-december we hope mr whale mrs whale whoever you are there off the savannah coast gets well gets the whale gets well and all goes well hey that should be on a t-shirt how would you like that job of patrolling the florida georgia coast looking for whales i guess they probably go over to the south carolina coast off of beaufort too uh, checking and looking out for whales i guess they're pretty easily spotted there because of their size but that sounds like kind of like a pretty cool job don't you think hey here's a pretty cool place for you to go check out if you haven't the country music hall of fame in nashville as they moved roughly 15 years ago from music row into downtown nashville just off of lower broadway and wow what numbers we're seeing from the country music hall of fame and museum they just released the fact that nearly 1.3 million people visited the museum in 2019 and that broke an annual attendance record the museum which expanded back in 2014 has welcomed more than a million people each year for five consecutive years and now has seen its largest ever annual attendance last year so if you are there you can go check out things like the taylor swift education center it also houses the country music hall of fame rotunda where the names of country music's founding musicians are listed on plaques so what a great great thing going on in downtown nashville and this year alone you can go see new exhibits about chris stapleton martina mcbride and whispering bill anderson all on display at the country music hall of fame and museum downtown nashville again congratulations with the fact that you got over 1.3 million people in your doors in 2019 and speaking of country music and more make sure you tune in second hour of today's y'all show we'll have a little tribute to one of the country music hall of fame's members who would have celebrated his 85th birthday 
on Wednesday. Hint, hint. You ought to know who I'm talking about. Speaking of music and speaking of the volunteer state, we now have a lineup of some of the guests that will be performing at Bonnaroo. That's in the Manchester, Tennessee area, roughly halfway between Nashville and Chattanooga. And we have a list of some of the people that will be performing when Bonnaroo comes in June, in case you want to make your plans to go that way. Bass Nectar is going to be performing. And I don't know the dates and times. This is a very preliminary release. But Glass Animals also will be part of Bonnaroo 2020. You also have Flume, an act there. Also Killer Mike and LP also there at the event. Just a bunch of artists. uh, Go to their website at Google, Google Bonnaroo, and you'll be able to see the incredible lineup that they've been able to keep going. I mean, this thing's approaching, what, 20 years and they've they've done quite well there, literally in the middle of nowhere in southern middle Tennessee. I guess that's what it takes to have a, a music festival of that type. But yes, it's it's just out, and you can go to their website and get the complete list. But that's just a little tease here on the Y'all Show, what you got coming up with Bonnaroo 2020. I tell you, we cover it all right here, y'all. I tell you what, we also cover college sports big time. When we come back after the timeout, hey, stick around the Pirate Mike Leach, former Texas Tech and now former Washington State head football coach. He's headed to Mississippi State. Hell, dear old state. We've got information on the Pirate going to Stark Vegas, plus other news, including a good good sign for Tennessee Vol football fans. Plus, we'll take a quick look at what's going on Saturday in college basketball. All that ahead in our college sports spotlight on this, the Friday end of the week edition of the Y'all Show. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Keeps coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. 
Get your cowbells out and ring them proud, Mississippi State. Great job on your new head football coach. As Mississippi State announced on Thursday, Mike Leach, who's been a head football coach for 18 seasons at both Texas Tech and Washington State, is going to bring his air raid passing attack to Starkville as Mississippi State hires him as their new head football coach, replacing Joe Moorhead. John Cohen, AD at Mississippi State, put out a tweet on Thursday with pictures. I guess it looks like it's at his kitchen table, Mike Leach, that is, in the Washington State area. And Cohen put out a tweet saying, The deal is done. See you back in Stark Vegas, Stark Vegas at Bryan Field at 315 with Coach Leach, Hell State. And there's Coach Leach signing the dotted line as he becomes Mississippi State's newest head football coach. And is this a step up? You betcha. Imagine what the SEC is going to be like now that Mike Leach is in it. He's back in it. Remember, I think he was at Kentucky in the How Mummy days as assistant coach for Coach Mummy. Back in the Jared Lorenzen days, J-Lo <laughs> sat, rest in peace. But Mike Leach now back in the SEC. So now in the SEC West, specifically the Magnolia State alone, you got Mike Leach at Starkville. You got the great Lane Train, Lane Kiffin, head coach of the Mississippi Land Sharks. Kiffin and Leach, who I assume were both head coaches in the Pac-12 at the same time about nine years ago. So that is amazing. Then you've got Ed Orgeron. And he's got a chance to win a national championship game come Monday night. His first. LSU's fourth. That's pretty exciting. Then, Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Nick Saban. And then then we'll take it down a notch, I think. Gus smells on. Yeah, He's good. He's exciting, but he's not on the level those other people are. And that's about everybody in the SEC West except Arkansas. And I can't even tell. I think his name's Pittman I mean poor guy I mean poor guy I mean Arkansas might win a national championship this year (laughs) but nobody's still going to know who their coach is compared to these other people so wow what a job John Cohen who had a tough call they had just come out at the end of the egg bowl and pretty much agreed to keep Joe Moorhead back on the role as head coach of MSU and then after the debacle the bowl game debacle, and then the practice leading up to the bowl game where the quarterback got punched in the face by another player. John Cohen stepped in, former Mississippi State baseball player, turned head baseball coach at MSU, turned athletic director, a Tuscaloosa native, by the way. And he decided to make the change. And just like Mississippi, that school up north, they have improved here in this offseason. And again, heading into this 2020 football season, wow, Mike Leach at Mississippi State. I don't want to take anything away from MSU, but man, having him combined with these other coaches in the SEC, what a job. Of course, the SEC rolling in the money. I can see where Leach probably left. I'm sure he's going to be making a whole lot more money in Stark Vegas than in the Palouse. So here he comes, the pirate. I wonder what what it's going to be like going forward and if he's going to be ringing that bell. Love his press conferences. Love his press conferences. Mike Leach, your new head football coach at Mississippi State. Ring those bells. 
Great news if you wear the big orange. As offensive guard Trey Smith says, he'll return to his senior year after making a successful comeback from a career-threatening medical issue to earn first-team All-SEC honors this past season. He ended up playing in 13 games for UT, making 12 starts at left guard, and he's on track to graduate in May. Great job there. As he had kind of looked at the NFL draft, but decided... He's going to keep wearing the big orange in 2020. Trey Smith, Tennessee, he's back in the ranks here for the Vols in 2020. Now, wide receiver Theo Howard is going to be transferring from the Bruins of UCLA to the Oklahoma Sooners as he posted a photo of himself in an Oklahoma jersey on his Instagram account this week with the formal announcement. So that is going to strengthen OU in 2020. Now, here is the big question, unless they pull something off like they've done the last year or two. I don't have a clue who Oklahoma's quarterback is going to be next year. And, of course, they got Jalen Hurts to transfer in there this last year and be the quarterback there. Who, 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 Who's Lincoln Riley going to go to? Of course, there was this controversy that maybe he would go to the NFL, Riley, that is, to be maybe the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that didn't come to be. I don't think he's going to leave to go coach the Cleveland Browns. So Lincoln's got one heck of a rebuilding job to do here since he's had two Heisman Trophy winners back-to-back and then a guy who arguably would have won it in any other year but this year because of Joe Burrow's incredible run this year. I, I He couldn't have – Hurts could not have won it. But, man – some years he would have easily won it more than likely or trevor lawrence at clemson perhaps could have won it if burrow wouldn't have had the incredible incredible year that he had also oklahoma is looking to boost the position there at receiver after cd lamb announced he's going to the nfl draft thus part of the reason theo howard of ucla is heading to norman Another transfer news to tell you about, Georgia sophomore offensive lineman Cade Mays has entered the transfer portal, and it appears he's going to be a Tennessee Vol if it all works out. Now, he played in all 14 games for UGA this past season, and he's from Knoxville. And in fact, his younger brother Cooper, he signed with the Tennessee Vols during the early signing period in November, and he'd have to sit out a year but would be eligible to play in 2021 his father kevin mays an all sec guard and offensive captain for the vols in 1994 now this follows a weird episode where his family's actually suing georgia because of an injury to his father's finger kevin mays i think got his finger messed up in a, a, a one of those portable chairs and it's just been a weird thing here in the last couple of days with the mays family but it looks like this offensive lineman the younger Cade Mays going to be going back to Rocky Top and playing for the Vols. News from the other side of the state of Tennessee, Brady White, Memphis Tiger quarterback. Great news, Tiger fans. Yes, unfortunately, they got beat in the Cotton Bowl versus Penn State. But the Memphis quarterback, Brady White, the transfer from Arizona State, I think, he announced via Twitter this week that he's going to be returning to the U of M for his red shirt senior season. And that will really, really help the memphis tigers as they try to keep their winning ways going forward in the new year they've got a new head coach there along highland and that's ryan silverfield this will be his first season as a football coach for the u of m again this follows the previous coach who left for the greener pastures of tallahassee now who is ryan silverfield as he's a guy who grew up kind of in the i guess florida area as he went to high school at bowl school in jacksonville 
and he helped win a couple of state championships in the mid-90s for that program. Then he went to college at Hamden Cindy College, and that's in Virginia. He's 39 years old, and his resume before becoming head coach at the U of M He's been at Hamden City, his, his alma mater. He was at UCF as a graduate assistant. Then he worked in the NFL for a couple of years with the Vikings, then went to Arizona State as an analyst before going back to the NFL with the Detroit Lions as an offensive line coach. And then for the last couple of years, he's been an assistant head coach and offensive line coach for the Memphis Tigers. And now he's been promoted to be the head coach of the Memphis Tigers in 2020. So a guy that hopefully will be able to go forward in his role, taking over there for Mike Norvell after Coach Norvell took that job at FSU. And at 39 years old, he's got quite a job there leading the memphis tigers into the future how about some news from the fcs ranks as missouri state the bears out of springfield missouri they've decided to release coach dave steckel whose teams won just 13 games in five seasons and he had a buyout there as he'll get three hundred forty thousand dollars plus moving expenses to to move away from the home of bass pro shops so that news there is missouri state out of springfield missouri looking for a new head football coach remember we've got the national championship game coming your way monday night lsu clemson that's going to be an eight o'clock eastern seven o'clock central time baton rouge seven o'clock baton rouge time eight o'clock clemson time more importantly a seven o'clock new orleans time kick on espn as the number three tigers of clemson and the number one LSU Tigers get together for the college football playoff national championship. It's going to be a great game between Dabo and Ed Orgeron. Can't wait for that one. We'll have all the analysis on Monday, getting you ready for kickoff. And on Tuesday's y'all show, we'll break down the results of who wins. It's, is it going to be Clemson winning a back-to-back national championship and their fourth natty? Or is it going to be the LSU Tigers winning their fourth natty? All that will be discussed here in the coming days on the y'all show we got a big saturday in college basketball and some of your top 25 games going on included the number 14 kentucky wildcats at home with a noontime eastern tip-off on espn against the alabama crimson tide other teams from the south in action we got a top four matchup in the big 12 as in lawrence kansas at allen fieldhouse the kansas jayhawks and the baylor bears you uh, ku rather is at three and bu baylor is at four in the latest polls so what a matchup there that game's going to be on cbs at one eastern 12 central baylor kansas college basketball the louisville cardinals have a game on saturday they'll go up to south bend as Purcell Pavilion will host the Louisville Cardinals and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish game on ESPN that begins at 2 Eastern, 1 o'clock Central. Other Southern teams in college basketball in action over this weekend. Number 18, Virginia has got Syracuse headed to John Paul Jones Arena this weekend. Number 5, Auburn at Auburn Arena. They will host Georgia in a game on ESPN that starts at 6 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Plains time. Texas Tech, they're in the top 25. They'll be at West Virginia this weekend in a top 25 matchup that against number 17 wvu that game set for six o'clock eastern five o'clock central on espn2 acc battle duke at number two host wake forest this weekend and that's a look at some of your top 25 games going on in college basketball from our southern perspectives when we come back on the y'all show as we told you at the start of this hour some bad weather headed our way this weekend we want y'all to be very extra careful and to help us get there eddie holmes of our affiliate wtjs we've got an encore of his conversation with us from earlier in the week and we'll get a little bit more info on this bad weather system but also some tips to be safe we want everybody to get through this 
All that is coming up as we close up this first hour of the Y'all Show. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. into y'all talk with a southern accent so good to have you we've got now our first friday flashback of 2020 where we go back into the archives of a show from this week on wednesday eddie holmes of our affiliate in west tennessee wtjs fm 93.1 he dropped by to give us a little heads up on this severe weather alert that's going on today and into tomorrow and on to sunday as some of our southern states are going to get hammered by it looks like a pretty bad nasty weather front going through tornado outbreak expected and eddie's going to give us a little kind of tip on this particular storm but also hear eddie out he's going to let you know a little bit about how to be safe especially if tornadoes are in the area here's meteorologist eddie holmes now on the y'all show when we have warm weather and then a cold front come through that's usually when you have your most severe weather as opposed to when it's cold and you got a warm front coming in well, John, it can really um, be a combination of both. Oh, darn you, Eddie. I was looking for yeah. an easy answer. Yeah, when the uh, Jackson tornado came through back in uh, early 2000 of 1999, it was a combination of a warm front, you know, in January. And so uh, that's just an example. It makes me uh, uh, concerned anytime a warm front gets involved. But of course, the, the, your idea is right. It's the warm air and everybody's going to get nervous come Saturday because we're going to wake up to temperatures in the 60s, you know, 
and uh, maybe get up to near 70. The dew points are going to be high. It's going to feel like it's going to storm. And uh, that's that's where those ingredients come in. Okay. Well, Eddie, if you don't mind, as we wrap up with you, please give us a few tips. I know it's something that we get inundated with a lot here living in the South with in terms of tornadoes. But what is your best advice for people in terms of keeping it safe when it comes to tornadoes? Well, I think one of the best things to do is plan. I mean, here we are a couple of days, three days out, and uh, we can be thinking in terms of what is our plan, make sure we have our safe place in a safe room or something like that, the lowest floor, um, an, an interior hallway or an interior bathroom. If you have a basement, of course, that's going to be the safest. But uh, the main thing is don't worry about uh, some of the um legends i guess you could say uh opening windows and things like that don't worry about that i mean uh, there's plenty of ventilation the house goes through so you don't have to do that that's dangerous anyway so the interior rooms on the lowest floor go to the basement and of course um, make sure you can cover yourself up and also make sure your weather radios have uh fresh batteries in them uh, or that you have some way of uh, hearing the alerts, make sure your phone is charged. See, these are things that we can do ahead of time so that we can get the alert and then we know where we're uh, going to be going. If you're planning on uh, working, uh, you know, know where your job source has um, a safe room, a place that you can uh, take cover if necessary. So the biggest thing that we can do is plan ahead with making sure we have those fresh batteries and uh, you have your cell phone charged and you have your weather radio or your source of alerts ready to go. And one other little tip that I think is safe to relate to everybody, if you have youngsters, try to get bicycle helmets for them. Those are very That's important. That's a good idea. Thing. Mm-hmm. I know when I had a youngster, my uh, my old flame would always go find that bicycle helmet and stick it on my youngster. and. Yeah, You know, it was kind of cute, but it's also done to be very safe because we can yeah. never be, I mean, frankly, if you're an adult, you might want to put on a helmet of some type because uh, those tornadoes can be awful, awful nasty. Eddie Holmes yeah. from our affiliate in Jackson, Tennessee, WTJS FM 93.1. We appreciate you coming on, sir, and filling us in on this potential oh. bad storm here this weekend. All right, John, we hope and pray that it's not as bad as it looks like. From our conversation earlier this week, our Friday flashback with Eddie Holmes, meteorologist at WTJS FM 93.1, and some great pointers there to help us all get through with any kind of tornadic weekend that we've got this weekend or anything coming up here throughout the springtime for sure. Hopefully that will help make a difference. Well, when we come back in hour two, make sure you stick around. We've got a tribute to what would have been Elvis Presley's 85th birthday this week. We'll have a little Elvis song played for you. Plus, we'll also have hashtag out of blue and a look at the new movies hitting theaters. All that ahead as the Y'all Show rolls on. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. 
Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. We have hit the end of the week. It's the Y'all Show. It's our second hour, and we're ready to party thanks to a little David Lee Murphy music. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming the back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like I just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look back and try to recall Just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight And let the good times flow And I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light The night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them 
For a party crowd Slamming them back And laughing out loud Where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around Alright, all y'all, sing loud Help me now With the jukebox Jumping like you just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd well, let me hear you now. Sing. Roll that window down. Sing. Let everybody hear you. <laughs> Slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick. The blues can't hang around. Yeah. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care if they're dancing over here or fighting over there. Hey. You reckon we ought to go to Nashville? You and me and everybody else that was just singing and let's get us a bigger record deal? Yeah, maybe so. Hey, it is y'all. And that David Lee Murphy song from the mid-90s party crowd gets us in the gets us in the weekend party mode, does it not? Yeah, we have made it. And man, what a what a great way to get the weekend kicked off right here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got an exciting hour here as we close up this week of y'all. Coming up in just a few minutes, we've got hashtag Hullabaloo. We also will take a look at the brand new movies. 1917, not the year, but the movie, it's finally here. And I can't wait to see this World War One film that's out this weekend. Cannot wait to see what Sam Mendes has done with this film. Man, they haven't uh, slacked up when it came to promotion for this film. I don't know about you, but boy, I saw commercials. I saw it all over social media. And we'll just have to see if it lived up to the promotion. That that look at new movies is coming up. Plus, we've got to look around some professional sports news to pass along all at the end of this hour. But here on what we call Friday Free for Y'all to get the second hour of today's Y'all Show kicked off, we will give music a little extra attention here going forward until football season. This is where in this segment, you're going to hear me sing along. We're going to want you to sing along and help us. We also want to play another track and we will do that momentarily, but we'd like to maybe mix in some music news as this is a musicology section of our show and let you know a little bit more about our region's great music. And that's exactly what we're going to do right now on you all the show that is all about the south all right well this week on wednesday elvis presley would have celebrated his 85th birthday the tupelo kid born in 1935 and speaking of tupelo we had a great article up at y'all.com this week that if you haven't had a chance to go see that check it out clark shelton helped pin that thing and it really walks through some of the great attractions in lee county mississippi and elvis presley born there in 1935 in that little tiny house and ended up moving away from there i think he was around 10 and moved to memphis 
and of course we know about Memphis, Memphis and its inspiration on the king of rock and roll but let me tell you about some of the attractions if you do make it to Tupelo of course go to Memphis check out Graceland check out Sun Studio and more those great sort of icons of Elvis's recording life his his life of when he was really recording and making lots of money but to understand Elvis Aaron Presley you really need to go back to the birthplace and there in Tupelo just to the east of downtown Tupelo you'll find the Elvis Presley birthplace and museum and you talk about something that will just amaze you how small that thing is I mean remember in the 1930s in the middle of the Great Depression a lot of people were struggling people in tupelo were struggling it wasn't just blacks it was whites as well it was rough of course also in those 1930s in tupelo there was an awful tornado that came through and killed i think it was a couple hundred people don't quote me on that but i know there was a, a massive tornado that hit downtown tupelo and i don't know the exact year but i don't know if elvis had been born yet or not but I'm sure the the fact that you even had a house in the Great Depression in Tupelo was a little bit a, a little bit of an achievement, and that's what Elvis and his parents had there, Vernon and Gladys Presley. Now, as Elvis got a little bit older in his life, he went down to the Tupelo Hardware Company, and there he found that guitar in the window, and he was able to get that. And that guitar purchase ended up helping to change his life. And if you go to Tupelo today, you'll see the Birthplace Museum there. You'll see the Tupelo Hardware Company right there on Main Street. And then there's a really great Elvis statue that's been put up in front of City Hall in Tupelo. And all that to help celebrate the King of Rock and Roll. The fact that he was born in a two-room house in East Tupelo and dreamt of being a superhero when he got older. And we know that he got that wavy hair and turned the incredible talent that he had into a world phenom i mean here's a guy for his 10th birthday his mama bought that guitar from the tupelo hardware company and helped go forward as he made hit after hit after hit and what a amazing thing that elvis presley would have turned 85 years old this week now that might seem pretty old to some of you but elvis presley at 85 would still be younger than people who are still with us people like clint eastwood (laughs) people like kirk douglas who's over 100 years old now so it's very feasible that at 85 elvis presley would still be if he would have survived not only alive but he would probably still be active elvis presley would probably still be doing a couple of dates a year if, if i had to take a guess had he not passed away back in 1977 unfortunately that's not the way it happened and and we will salute his birth here in january and his death when that time comes in august each year now on the celebration of elvis's birthday on wednesday i had a chance to share a little personal note of my time working in nashville in the 90s for a while i worked for jim owens productions which produced the crook and chase show and at that time jim owens productions the office was located at 1525 mcgavitt street that was the original rca victor studio in the 1950s a studio that chet adkins would have been in charge of but it was also where elvis presley just after sam phillips sold his contract to rca victor it's where he had his first recording sessions in nashville and so i made a mistake earlier this week when i said that in that same little studio of which i used to have my office i literally worked in that studio producing the crook and chase countdown show and interviewing other artists as they came into that building in that exact same studio elvis recorded 
hound dog. I was wrong on that, and I apologize profusely. I can't believe I messed up. I was right that Elvis recorded in that same building at 1525 McGavick Street in Nashville, Tennessee. I was just a little off on the songs. Forgive me, but you got to remember, if you look at Elvis's discography of what he did back in those 1950s, this guy was recording all the time. I guess RCA made an, an animal of him. I don't know if he wanted to record as much as he did, but he sure recorded a lot for RCA Victor in those 1950s off before he went to the Army. But I was mistaken because the songs that were recorded that I'm aware of in that studio, it wasn't Hound Dog. He recorded in early 1956 Heartbreak Hotel, the Mayaxton, Tommy Durden, Elvis Presley co-writ, co-write on that song, Heartbreak Hotel. My apologies. Hound Dog was recorded many months later in 1956. So not only was Heartbreak Hotel recorded there at the studios in Nashville, you also had the other hit song that was also a Elvis, kind of one of his great classics, one of his slow songs from that time period. I want you, I need you, I love you, also recorded in 1956 in McGavick on McGavick Street downtown Nashville. By the way, if you're ever visiting Nashville and you go around the Music Row area, this is probably a place you might just kind of drive past and you don't even recognize. Now, thankfully, the studio's still there. It was RCO Victor Studio, and it was the first presence RCA had in Nashville before they went uh, about two blocks south of McGavick, and they opened up studios A and B just off of 17th Avenue. Right now, I think it's called Chet Atkins Place, I think is the street that goes right beside it. And so this is in the mid-50s where they got this recording studio from one of the local religious organizations was using the same studio as a television studio, which oddly enough, it went back to a TV studio after it was a recording studio. As I said, Crook and Chase used this thing back in the 1980s, 90s, and up until the 2000s, I think. But this studio recorded many, many artists besides Elvis Presley. But today, I wanted to give the King a little shout, as I incorrectly stated about the song that he recorded there at McGavick Street. And in honor of that, why not hear from Elvis Presley with a little bit of this song that was recorded there in the 1950s. And this song here, Heartbreak Hotel, that he helped co-write, it was recorded there on McGavick Street on January 10th, 1956. The B-side of this was I Was the One, and it was one of many, many big, big hits for Elvis Presley in the 1950s. And let's, let's have the king of rock and roll sing a little bit of this for us here on the Y'all Show. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just so lonely, baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just lonely, I could die Although it's always crowded You still can find some room For broken-hearted lovers To cry there in the gloom Be so, I'll be just lonely, baby I'll be just lonely I'll be so lonely, I could die Keep flowing, the desk clerk's dressed in black. Well, they've been so long on the street, they'll never, they'll never look back and think it's so, think it's so lonely, baby. Well, they're so lonely, well, they're so lonely, they could die. 
Oh, a song that came out in 1956 from Elvis Presley, one of his first recordings with RCA Victor. And if you were around in the 50s, you might have remembered this. I didn't realize this. A radio humorist named Stan Freeberg, he parodied Heartbreak Hotel just after it came out because the vocals on the original record featured a heavy use of reverb. In this Stan Freeberg cover, the singer repeatedly asked for more echo on his voice. When Elvis Presley recorded Hound Dog a few months after this, he had taken over the role of producer using what he learned at Sun Records and decided not to use Echo. So Echo, Echo, and people had fun with this. As in 2015, Heartbreak, this song that you just are hearing now, Heartbreak Hotel, was named as the number two song of the rock era in the book, the top 500 songs of the rock era, 1955 to 2015. And one of those big ones. When you people ask, you, you want to find out what was the biggest Elvis song I think a lot of people have their own sort of stab at that. I was asked this week, hey, what's your favorite, not biggest, what was your favorite Elvis song when that was asked of me? And I told him I liked American Trilogy. Now, was that as much of a success commercially as songs like Heartbreak Hotel? No, but man, what a great song. But again, Elvis Presley and Heartbreak Hotel recorded in 1956 at the McGavick Street location in Nashville. That was RCA's first presence in Nashville for a recording studio, and then they moved it on down the street a little bit later, and Chet Atkins had his office right off of 16th and 17th Avenue, Music Row, Nashville, Tennessee. And by the way, this studio on McGavitt was one of the first recording studios in Nashville. There were already a handful in the 1950s, but what we know of Nashville today as being a great recording mecca Back in the 50s, it was really very few and far between to find the recording studios there. This changed, of course, as we got into the 70s and 80s. You had that the uh, the Bradley Barn sessions and the Bradley Barn, that Nashville sound, of course. But Nashville has plenty of recording studios now. By the way, small footnote to this. In just a few years ago, Music Row veteran Mike Kerb and others helped come up with the funds to buy this property and preserve it from being demolished. And so it's there and I assume will be one day turned into some kind of museum perhaps. Again, at 1525 McGavick Street, Nashville, Tennessee. And that is our Friday Free For Y'all. A little music history for you here on today's Y'all Show. Well, when we come back, we got a little social media history coming to you. Nah, more like social media fun, to be honest with you. But that is coming up. You don't want to miss it here on the Y'all Show. We've got some doozies and all that is headed up your way next. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. (laughs) 
how can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with Purple today. Take advantage of Purple's Snorin' 20 sale and get free sheets and a premium sleep mask when you buy any Purple mattress. That's up to a $158 value. Claim your free premium Purple gifts today by texting OFFER to 84888. That's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Data rates may apply. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Sit tight because in just a few minutes, not only will we have a quick look at what's going on at the movie theater this weekend, some of the new films coming out, we'll also have the first from Dixie with Love way to end the show for the year coming up in our next segment as we close out this end of the week edition of y'all john roll back in with you again 803-816-1170 the text line if you have a question comment suggestion criticism we'll we'll listen to it all y'all right now on the program it is time to go head first into social media instagram facebook also twitter and find out what y'all are talking about and we share it with you here in what we call Hashtag Hullabaloo. And our first tweet today comes to us courtesy of Dame Valerie Van Rensler. All right. And she has a tweet, but she's actually responding to a tweet here from, of all people, the FBI. Sure enough, this week, the FBI at FBI on Twitter put out a tweet that said, Today is National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, where we take time to honor those who serve and protect our communities. Join the FBI in saying thanks not only today, but every day. Hashtag LEAD2020. At least I hope that's what that stands for and not LED. It's spelled the same way, L-E-A-D. L-E-A-D2020 is the hashtag for the FBI and all forms of law enforcement. We appreciate that. Well, Dame Valerie Van Rensler, she replied back to the FBI, thank y'all for everything that you do for your dedication, bravery, and hard work. No words can express my appreciation. May the Almighty always bless you and watch over you all. Much love from deep southern Georgia. Very nice words from Dame Valerie Van Rensler to the FBI. And again, to all of our law enforcement out there working today and every day, we appreciate it as we did celebrate National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day this week. And thank you for your service, for your heroism, and for those who've gone before us, some of which lost their lives in the line of duty in law enforcement. We just told you earlier in our headlines today, we had a member of law enforcement from Florida die 
on Thursday while driving his motorcycle. So every day, law enforcement, they put their neck on the line, whether directly or indirectly. And remember, law enforcement over the last couple of years has had a pretty rough time. There's been a lot of people in the past. I think it's subsided. I hope it has subsided a little bit who've really been against law enforcement, some real smart alecks out there that law enforcement has to deal with each and every day. And we just know that they have a they got a hard, hard job. You, you can't be a dummy and be in law enforcement these days. You got to you understand that everything you say or do is recorded. They've got the body cameras on and that that's a two edged sword. It can help out law enforcement. It can end up being a death nail to them. For example, if they do something bad, it's all captured on tape. And that will be something they've got to deal with and maybe even go to jail with if they did something illegally. But for the FBI, I appreciate them putting this out this week, letting everybody know about National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day. We appreciate Dame Rensler for letting us know about it as well. Elizabeth Noyes is on Twitter at E-N-O-Y-E-S 5246. An adventure-loving author, a dedicated dreamer, a tireless traveler, ordinary perfectly imperfect christian that's a great thing to put there elizabeth well she put on twitter in addition to her proclaiming she's ordinarily a perfectly imperfect christian she put out on twitter this week learning to speak southern 101 and she's got a fun little gif she's got attached here with the word yaldiv that's Y apostrophe A-L-L apostrophe D apostrophe V-E. Yaldiv. Now, what in the world is Yaldiv? Uh, according to her, she's got an image of Miss Scarlet from Gone with the Wind walking away from Tara. And Yaldiv says it's a triple contraction of you all would have. Colloquial, used mostly in the South and in neighboring regions. Example of Yaldiv. We could have met y'all there if y'all have just waited. (laughs) Now, I don't know if Merriam-Webster's got this word in there or not, y'all have, but they probably should. Y'all have been better off, Webster's, if you had put this in there, if you haven't put it in there. But thank you for letting us know about this word that I don't think is a real word, but it it ought to be. Elizabeth Noyce, appreciate you putting that out there. Faith, hope, love, luck at Lucky Brenna is on twitter this week and has a little announcement via twitter that we're going to share with all y'all here on the y'all show as faith hope love luck at lucky brenna puts on their profile each petal of the four leaf clover stands for something faith hope love and luck are we getting married here (laughs) it requires all of these to survive in the kitchen with lady brenna oh lady brenna are you are you you are you a chef are you a cook what are you well here let's see what lady brenna and at lucky brenna on twitter is talking about okay she wrote this is kind of what i want for lunch salt and pepper horseradish roast beef biscuits too bad it's not happening that's a new one on me roast beef biscuits hey y'all like roast beef you probably do y'all like biscuits you probably do might not be a bad idea so here's what faith hope love luck has never underestimate the power of salt and pepper yes they are two simple little ingredients however what would life be like in the kitchen without them 
Well, as she writes, I, for one, think life would be pretty gosh darn boring, bland, and just not all that exciting. These itty-bitty salt-and-pepper horseradish roast beef biscuits are the perfect example of how salt and pepper can elevate a boring roast beef sandwich into something completely drooltastic. That's right. That's a new word there, drooltastic. Yes, drooltastic isn't really a real word, but you get my point. This is one zesty little biscuit that, if you're lucky, it's not simply going to be something you want to pass by without taking a big old bite or two out of. And if you go to her Twitter account, at Lucky Brennan, you'll get linked to where you might can make your own. Write it down here. Salt and pepper horseradish roast beef biscuit. Wow. Wow. That's just like... Arby's merging with Bojangles or who else has good biscuits? Maybe Popeye's. Yeah. Imagine that combination, but you could do this at your own home. Thanks to fate, hope, love, luck at Lucky Brenner. Think about that for a minute. Speaking of merging things together in terms of food, Monique is on Twitter. Here is part of our hashtag hullabaloo today on this end of the week edition. Monique at Divas Can Cook is the Twitter account. Divas Can Cook. Oh, wow. You are correct on that, Monique. Monique, in her profile, Southern-inspired, from-scratch cooking, make fun and easy for us modern girls. You're a modern girl and a diva, and you can cook. Man, what's your phone number? I'm just kidding. What Monique has out here is, we talk about a combination that's a great combination. She's got a link here, and you can go follow this at Divas Can Cook on Twitter. A link to Southern Peach Pound Cake, a moist homemade peach pound cake. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The definition of comfort food, y'all. And it even has a little sour cream in it. (laughs) I found out sour cream and peaches are a pretty good combination. My mama taught me that when making homemade ice cream throw a little sour cream in there but that's a story for another day let's let's talk about southern peach pound cake as this is a recipe i've got the ingredients i can't go over every single item here follow that link there at divas can cook on twitter to get your own definition of this recipe but this recipe calls for a pound that's right a pound of peaches and sour cream velvety soft and full of authentic peach flavor is what you'll find with this southern peach pound cake again peaches are great and now you might be a little challenged to find great peaches here in the month of january peaches normally wonderful now pound cake is it just me would y'all agree with this pound cake comes in really two choices average pound cake or scrumptious pound cake it's hard to mess up pound cake so it's either bland and you eat it and life goes on it's just like drinking water or you find that special pound cake that will knock your socks off and hopefully this particular version southern peach pound cake will do just this it takes an hour and eight minutes to cook to to make this so divas can cook is really helping us out here i'm going to walk through a couple of the ingredients again you'll need to go find this out on your own to make it but it looks like a 
a great weekend project if you're looking for something. It calls for a one and a half cups of butter, three sticks, okay? Three cups of granulated sugar. You got to have a couple of eggs, five indeed, for this. You've got to have baking powder put in there. A half a cup of sour cream is among the ingredients. A little bit of lemon. And here's where I, I'm not kidding when I talk about peaches. This recipe calls for a pound of frozen slice peaches that are thawed and lightly pureed. She says she uses little over a pound. Thank you for that tip there, Diva. And you put it all together. It takes, like I said, just over an hour to cook it. Could be something, a game changer for you here in the month of January to make this delicious cake. Southern peach pound cake. I'm looking at a photo of it. And if the photo matches the taste, and I'm sure it does, you're in luck. A perfect, perfect weekend project for all y'all. And, and again, this recipe specifically says to use a pound of frozen sliced peaches. So you don't have to go down to the peach orchard and get one right now because chances are if you're in the South, you're not going to find a peach orchard with fresh peaches in January. So go get the peaches if you've had stored in the freezer for a while. Perhaps you have to go down to the Wally World and find some frozen sliced peaches. It, just make this delicious cake and it'll be well worth your time. Moving along, more food from the South to tell you about. This courtesy of Melissa Sperka at Melissa underscore M-S-S-K. Melissa Sperka is a cookbook author, blogger, and a content creator, a social media influencer, and brand ambassador. In my Southern kitchen, homemade family-style meals are always on the menu. Melissa, let us know where your kitchen is, because who would not want to have a Southern homemade family-style meal every single time? And evidently, that's what's going on at the Sperka household. Melissa writes on Twitter this week, Two beloved favorites collide in this Southern Grits and Greens casserole. Serve this incredible dish for brunch, breakfast, or as a side dish. Hashtag casserole, hashtag Southern. And sure enough, what she has is a combination of grits and greens. Because, as she writes... The South has a love affair with grits and greens. While they're often served together, they aren't always combined in a casserole. The addition of bacon and cheese will not hurt, she writes. Whether you like collard greens, turnip greens, kale, or even spinach, they all work in this casserole. So as a, a child of collard green, I guess royalty is what I am. I'm a prince in the collard green culture. I have never heard of collard greens and casseroles. That's just two, that's like oil and water. And here we are, thanks to Melissa Sperka, giving us this recipe that you can go to her Twitter account at Melissa underscore M-S-S-K and follow the link to her website where she's got this green grit casserole. It looks, it looks great too. I don't know, maybe, I mean, we just came up with a great combination for the weekend enjoy a little grits and greens casserole and then for dessert have that southern peach pound cake maybe mix it in a little little tea and you're in you're in business that looks great good job there melissa thank you for that information moving along here let's let's talk a little politics if you don't mind okay 
not necessarily Democrat, Republican, but lifestyle politics uh, it would be how we could describe this. Taylor Carell is on Twitter at Freckly Soprano One. Freckly Soprano One. Actor, writer, producer, and a redhead. And she writes, Mix Berry for Life is her hashtag there. She writes in a profile, New York slash Los Angeles by way of Kentucky. (laughs) And I love this statement. If there's not coffee, I won't be there. I guess Taylor Corelli likes her coffee. Well, here's what she, you talk about, Taylor, I know you're an actor, a writer, producer, but you also must have a lot of time on your hands because you got on social media this week and went off. And I'll give you credit. You had a pretty good English teacher. You're, you're writing, you wrote about a, uh, a small novel here with your prose here on Twitter this week, but you were, you evidently were a little angry. So I'm going to read what she wrote on Twitter and you can take it however you want. All caps here. Gentlemen. Okay. You got my attention, Taylor. Gentlemen, I definitely appreciate when anyone holds a door open for me because Southern, I guess she's saying that she's Southern, but if the second I return the favor, you twist yourself into a pretzel to refuse and inevitably delay both of our days. You make it clear that you think I am incapable of opening a door for myself. Chivalry is founded on the notion that women are weak and need rescuing. It should be dead, this according to Taylor. We're past it. Be a nice human, and let's both just hold the F-blank-blank-blank-blanking door open for each other. Hashtag bury chivalry deep in the ground at a crossroads with a stake in its heart. It's a pretty long hashtag there, Taylor. Well, she's not done yet. That's one of four tweets she put out there. She followed that one up with, also, because I can't stop, I should say the, I guess, OG, old guard maybe, the old guard, the code there didn't mention women, but as the notions became romanticized in like the 20th century, people added them in leading to the modern notions that everyone calls upon now. I don't know know what she's... Might want to lay off the coffee here, Taylor Corelli. Yeah, but she's still not done. In her final tweet, she writes, So if you don't want chivalry to be dead, then why do none of y'all uphold all ten tenets of the actual chivalric code? Are y'all horsemen? All right. Well, that could end up being something you can act out in one of your plays as you're both a playwright and a producer. And maybe more than important than you being from Kentucky, Taylor Corelli. You're a redhead, and I'm kind of partial to redheads, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on this. Look forward to seeing whatever work. By the way, I went and looked up her resume, and I don't see anything that myself, and I doubt you would either, recognize in her repertoire of work. So maybe she just needs to be a social media crybaby, but it is. she does bring up a point, and I'm a kind of guy that I fancy myself as a good Southern boy. I have absolutely no problem holding the door open and and don't even think about it. I guess maybe it was good raisin or maybe I'm just a gentleman and a, a romantic at heart. <laughs> but I just by default usually 
hold the door open. I'm only saying usually because in case there's that one person out there, one lady who I let that door slam right in front of her after I walked in a place like that John Rawl, that guy, I just if I could get him, I'd I'd get my cane switch out and take care of that boy. But I normally just by the default open the door for the ladies of the world. And oftentimes for the gentlemen of the world, it's just like I said, it's just, I guess, where I, I was raised. And I bet you y'all are like that, too. And there's a lot of ladies that hold doors open. And I've had many ladies hold doors open for me. And I thank you for that. Here's my big thing, Taylor Cordell. I, I just I want to come back on what you said. Don't don't go off on us southern guys and the chivalry here. Let me let me tell you all y'all my biggest pet peeve when it comes to door opening. Okay, and it's not trying to be a hero for opening a door because like Taylor's even insinuating here, it's something maybe we should just do for everybody and that just be the way it is. Almost like saying hello to someone. Okay. Here's my problem with the whole door opening affair. I don't really like it. I haven't quite said something about it, but I can't stand it when I go way out of my way to leave a door open for someone. Okay, not just someone right behind me. They're maybe five, ten feet away, and I've got to take at least a second or two out of my life and keep that door open for them. Okay, and you've done it, and I've done it for people. You've had it done for you. Here's what I can't stand: when I go out of my way to leave a door open for someone, especially someone that might be younger than me, male or female, and they don't even say thank you. Now that's what burns me. And y'all know what I'm talking about. I mean, you you go. I mean, I actually have to use calories to keep my my arm. I'm having to expend energy to to have that door stay open. It might be a hundred degrees outside, and I I feel sorry for this fifteen year old punk. And it could be a boy or a girl, by the way. And I'm sitting there holding the door open, and they don't even say thank you. I've held the door open for people who ought to know better. People who are well ahead of me in age and they don't say just a simple thank you okay and and it's almost like it was my job to sit there and hold the door open for i'm sorry taylor got me all fired up here i just gotta let it off my chest y'all and that is a quick look at some of our social media fun going on here as we wrap up this week of y'all when we come back it's our final segment and boy oh boy i'm rubbing my hands i'm so excited as we've got a big movie making its premiere this weekend 1917 we'll tell you about that one and the other releases that are coming out plus a quick look at some of our professional sports options for the weekend all that ahead on this the y'all show If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed.
wrapping up the week here in our final segment of this, the end of the week edition of Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And hey, it's a big weekend for the box office. A couple of big movies making their premiere, including 1917, the World War One epic directed by Sam Mendez. And it's got people that you might recognize in the movie like Colin Firth and George McKay and others. And this is actually a very personal tale for Sam Mendez as it tells the story of his own grandfather in the Great War. And I'm excited about this and can't wait to see this 120-minute-long drama about World War One. And the movie, again, is 1917. Also out this movie, out this weekend, is a Jamie Foxx movie called Just Mercy. World-renowned civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson works to free a wrongly condemned death row prisoner. Again, Fox stars in this new movie, Just Mercy, out this weekend. Like a Boss, that's a new one out this weekend. Salma Hayek is one of the stars in this, alongside Tiffany Haddish. Two friends with a very different ideals start a beauty company together. One is more practical, while the other wants to earn her fortune and live a lavish lifestyle. Like a Boss, it's a comedy, and it's out this weekend. Jessica Henwick, T.J. Miller, and Kristen Stewart star in the new movie, Underwater. And this is an action drama horror film. A crew of aquatic researchers work to get to safety after an earthquake devastates their subterranean laboratory. But the crew has more than the ocean seabed to fear. That out this weekend. And finally, a movie that's got Clive Owen in it. And this is The Informer. And an ex-convict working undercover intentionally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison. The Informer out this weekend nationwide. That's a busy weekend at the box office for sure. Well, if you don't make it to the box office to see your local film, yay, how about staying at home and watching the big screen for football action? It's NFL action going on both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday's games in the divisional playoffs include the Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. That's a 435 Eastern, 335 Central kick from Levi's Stadium. And then in the AFC, the upstart Tennessee Titans, the number six seed in the playoffs in the AFC. They go to all the way to the number one seed Baltimore Ravens for a game on Saturday that starts at 8.15 Eastern, 7.15 Central on CBS, that game from M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. On Sunday, more AFC fun as Kansas City hosts the Houston Texans. This is a game on CBS set for 3.05 Eastern, 2.05 Central from Arrowhead Stadium. And the late game Sunday in the NFL is the Seattle Seahawks at the Green Bay Packers. No word on the weather, but I bet you it's going to be snowing and quite frigid for the Hawks and the Pack. This is a Fox television broadcast from Lambeau starting at 6.40 Eastern, 5.40 Central. Hey, what's going on with NASCAR? Remember, normally NASCAR takes off for the holidays and they don't really get going until sometime in February. Well, we now know the date of the Daytona 500 from Daytona International Speedway. It's going to be Sunday, February the 16th. That game, that race will be from Fox on that mid-afternoon of the 16th. So you got more than a month away from Daytona when rubber when the rubber meets the road, they say. So enjoy your last couple of weeks of quiet if you're a NASCAR fan. The clash at Daytona, which kind of helps get the season started, that's going to be on Sunday, February 9th from Daytona International Speedway. But still around a month or so until NASCAR really gets its wings, you could say. Hey, speaking of wings, let's talk a little NHL. Of course, that's the home of the Detroit Red Wings, which, by the way, are not doing very good in hockey these days, in case you are wondering. In terms of our southern teams in the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're doing quite well. They are at 20 
25 and 13 in the standings just behind the Boston Bruins in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference and the Metropolitan Division of the Eastern Conference. You've got the Washington Capitals. They're ahead of the Islanders in that particular division. In the Western Conference Central Division, the defending Stanley Cup champ St. Louis Blues are doing good again this year. They're at 27 wins already, and they're just ahead of the Dallas Stars in the Central Division. And then you go to the Pacific Division, the Coyotes of Arizona are leading that. But a quick glance at hockey, and are the Blues going to repeat as champs this year? One team that's been given the NHL fits the last few years, the Nashville Predators, they are having a rough rough season and they although they, they have a winning record at 19 and 16 they've already fired their coach here this week so the preds trying to get back to greatness they're going to have to make some changes here as we get to the second half of the season the new york mets have decided to invite their guy that was on their roster in the minor leagues at least they're inviting him back for another go around this time as a special invitee tim tebow who hit 163 and four home runs in 77 games at triple a syracuse last year the new york mets have invited the former heisman trophy winner who's now 32 years old to spring training and we'll find out if if tebow can end up getting back into the minor league ranks and it would be nice to see him actually get to a major league roster if there's any way shape or form possible for that to happen your major league teams all have their teams and their players reporting into florida and in arizona in about a month and finally in golf it's the sony open in hawaii going on this weekend matt kuchar georgia tech great is the defending champion of this tournament and after the first day, you had players like Patrick Rogers and DJ Trahan, Zach Johnson, all jockeying for position at Honolulu's Wallahale Country Club. Again, this weekend in terms of golf, it's the Sony Open in our Aloha State. Can't wait to tune in to some of that over the weekend. And that will wrap up our Y'all Show for this week. Thank you very, very much for listening to this All Southern Show. We'll be right back here come Monday with a whole new week of the show that's all about the South. Have a great weekend. I'm John Rawl. Our goodbye song for the week from Dixie with Love will get us out of here. Thank y'all for listening. keep my heart healthy so i get my cholesterol checked regularly and when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline i found garlic according to my pharmacist there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol and one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic except it's odor free yep i'm doing what i can for my cholesterol and i'm doing it with garlic garlic cholesterol's natural enemy these statements have not been evaluated by the fda this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease use as directed Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... 
Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.